Hey, we got a special edition of the Real World today. Um, I decided that we're going to record on a Wednesday night, push this out on Thursday. Uh, It's late, but happy 4th of July on the 5th. Indeed. Uh, Thanks for coming as always. Um, Interesting day. Uh, My man Rob Kardashian basically went ham on Twitter. Uh, He did some things uh, that I probably wouldn't have done, but... I certainly think that it's it's newsworthy in the sense that we can discuss it, kind of see what you feel. Um, we'll touch on that, touch on how everybody feels about 444, 444, if you got title just because of it, or if you bootlegged it because there was no other way for you to get it. Um, and that's just some of the topics that we're going to touch today. Oh, uh, going to talk about Bill Cosby. That was something that, you know, we have yet to discuss, and I think that's kind of important. Um so, uh, we'll start this off. Welcome, everybody, to the real world. Darren, what up, brother? What's good? All right. So, Rob was blowing up the end of that today. You see any of this stuff? I definitely did. He's he's going the hell off. Yep, that's what he's doing. Would you do it? No. It's it's It means it's pretty bitter. That's what I think. I mean, you can't put nobody on blast like that. And, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. Sometimes you just got to deal with your... The situation is a, a different way. So check this, right? Um, here's the, pers- the the perspective I was having with this. Remember we had a podcast where we talked about depression. I'm 99% sure, and I don't want to say that was caused by women, but we had women at the time that didn't help us, and it definitely pushed us into a certain space that was dark. Facts. Okay. Clearly, my man has had some issues, because you could tell how much weight he's gained. Like. True. He went from being, you know, probably like 190, 180, something like that, normal size person, yeah. to fat left tackle in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw a photo of the man. Uh, I don't know any dudes that wear uh, T-shirts in the pool. Like, yeah, T-shirt in the pool? Yeah, like, we, they're that afraid of their body image where they got to cover up when they go outside. Yeah. So... Yeah, sure. I ain't trying to kill him too much. Like, I'm going to kill him, but like I ain't really trying to do like that hot takey like, bullshit. Um, my only thought is that everybody's been hurt. Uh, I've hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. You know what I'm saying? Right, hurt people, um, hurt people. You're right. <laughs> we all have done it. Yeah. I don't know if this was the way for him to, to kind of express that. Like, he got into it with uh, T.I., Got into it with a bunch of people. But basically, the thing with T.I. was like, yo, basically, you're being a simp right now and you're being a clown. Chill. You just got to take the L. Sometimes it happens to everybody. You just got to fall back and just let it happen. But should T.I. have even said anything? I mean, I mean. Is T.I. any better than Snoop? Because Snoop said something, too. And instead, Rob liked what Snoop said. Did you see any of the Snoop stuff? I saw Snoop. I, saw Snoop. I, I didn't know. Yeah, I saw that, but. Yeah, Snoop's been funny all day getting but, on but, but the problem is it, Snoop doesn't have any, I guess, history with China. So I guess because T.I. did chime in and say something and then Rob had some info or some speculated info that he could put out, you know, in the world about what possibly he, him, him and China had done with Tiny or whatever. He just used it against him. I mean, now But is that using it again? Is that an L? Like, if I smashed your girl, too, like, and now you telling more people that I smashed your girl, how's that an L? Well, the L was because he said he paid for it. That's the L. That's the only L. But my, when my, you rich, dog, like, so here's the thing that I heard, and this is the smartest thing Charlie Sheen ever said. 
I don't pay people to, to come. I pay people so that they always leave. And if you know you're going to have a transaction and you that's all you want out of the situation, I'm not saying it's right because I've never paid for sex. I don't believe in doing that. I feel like if I can't talk you out of your clothes, then I probably shouldn't be here. Or you shouldn't be here. But if you're that rich, I get it. Everybody wants to be around you because they want something from you. So here, I'm going to give you something. Here's some money. We're going to do what we're going to do tonight. And then that's it. Um, cold hard facts. And I know that that sounds really harsh. But I certainly think that that's probably where they came from with that. So I don't know if I think that's an L. Especially the way that, you know, basically everybody on Instagram that I follow was kind of on T.I. side. Like, eh? Like, he kind of smashed too. I mean, it looks good because he smashed. But, I mean, he, he put it out there. That he, my whole thing is this. He said, okay, you did this and that. I don't think that T.I. would even, even know that he would know because... Why would China even say, hey, T.I. paid me to smash? So here's the angle I want to attack this, right? We're all looking at China like she's doing something wrong. How many guys is too many for a guy or for a woman to have sex with? Or do you want to know? That's the real question. Mm, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, from my perspective... I never want to be the dude that like wife the girl that was the hoe and everybody knows but me. I don't want to be that guy. And that sounds terrible, but I'm sorry, ladies. Like, I don't want to be that guy. But on the same token, I don't want to know your history. Why you might... Ah, let me see. I don't know. Okay, I'll say it like this. You might not want to know the history, but you have to understand that there is history. There's history with everybody. That's what I'm saying. So what if every woman that I dated was like, yo, how many girls have you had sex with? And then they asked me for that number. Now I got to explain that number. Truthfully speaking, I don't want to explain that. Like, I've been caught. Here's the thing that I'm starting to see that's way more prevalent than it used to. Guys and girls are now, or I'll say men and women are both calling men hoes now. Like, if you're doing way too much out here in these streets, people are like, yo, you're a hoe. I don't know if I want to be labeled that. <laughs> so because of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but how how, how negative is it for you to be called a hoe as a guy? It's starting to be. At really? one point, yeah, oh yeah. Yo, I'm 36. You don't want to be a hoe at 36. It's you want to be a nice family man. Just a word. Bro. Nah, it's not. Just a word. It's the connotation behind it. But but what if that was your claim to fame until now? You can't. That I was a hoe? I want that shit. Like, I want to uh, be. I want to be thought of as being like a nice, intelligent guy. Maybe I got something to offer. Not because I'm smashing chicks. That doesn't take away from you being nice and intelligent. It does. You want to know why? Because yeah. the minute that they dropped Black China's nudes, we weren't thinking that, yo, she's a business owner. She's doing some other things that she's done. She hasn't stripped in however many years. We're thinking like, yo, she's on some whole shit. You see how quick that just goes all the way? Possibly, but I mean, she's she has history of already doing this shit. People can't change? Can they? So here, I'm, here, I'm keeping it real. I'm going to keep it all the way funky. You should. Yeah, What's like, that? fuck it. Um, can hoes be reformed? Remember when Drea said this? I want to say it was either on Hot 97 or The Breakfast Club. I don't remember which one. But she was just like, I turn my hoe card in. I'm reformed right now. Do you think that women can stop being that way? And I'm not even going to just put this on women, but men too. Hmm. 
Like, how do you escape that past? I don't know. I mean, you you could say maturity, but sometimes it's not even maturity. It's just like if you feel like you want to do something, and you do it. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that women having sex with guys is an immature act. I think it's completely conscious. What I think is we've been conditioned in society to say, like, okay, women, if you're going to have sex with, let's just, and I'm going to keep it real funky for you right here. You pick average woman who you're trying to date to find your husband. You got three guys that you basically dated in 2016. You had sex with those three guys. You've done that over the course of, let's say you've had a boyfriend that's long-term for, you know, maybe a year, year and a half. You've been having sex since you're 18. That means you've been having sex now, again, if we're just saying our ages, for 18 years. So, at best, if we could say that you had sex with, like, three guys, you know, over a 10-year period, plus you add in one guy for every year that you weren't having sex with, like, three, you know what that number is right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you at 38. Can I say that a woman is a hoe because she's had sex with 38 guys? Can I actually, like, say those words out of my mouth and, like, have, like, credibility when I'm talking to people because that's my thought? Because logically, it don't make sense. Okay, so let me ask you a question then. If you're going to label or use the label as a hoe for a woman... What's the number that that starts at? Is it 10? Is it 20? Is it 30? Is it 40? Is it 50? 60? 70? That's the thing. I don't know. Now, if she sleeps with 80 80 people, is she a hoe or no? Probably. She's probably like, you know what? Nah, here you go. What was she doing? What was her reason for doing it? So that's when I can start saying that you probably are doing hoe activities. It's based on your reasons. Like if you're trying to find love... And you, let's say your dad wasn't around. She found, she couldn't find love and she fucked 80 people? You never know. Like, you might have had, so, I ain't trying to give all my numbers because I don't want nobody looking at me crazy and shit. Like, I'm definitely not doing that as I see you shake your head. But, like, in my best year, that's air quotes, best year, which is probably, I'm not proud of it, but, like, when I've definitely had, like, sex with the most women, if people knew that about me, I don't know if they'd have a positive impression of me. I already got the the um the rap from people that I happen to be a serial dater at times, where it's like, yo, you go from you know one person to one person to one person. It's not saying that you out here like smashing the world, but you date a lot. So nobody's calling me a hoe, but they're figuring out other ways to describe it. So why is it that with women's sexuality, we jump to conclusions and we say, mm, you know what? We think you're promiscuous because you're promiscuous. You're a hoe. It's just the way of the world. I'm not saying this fair. I mean... Fuck no, it's not fair. But it is what it is. That's just how it is. I mean... But what do we do about that? There's nothing you can do about it. Nah, because here you go. The way of the world, the black people are treated worse than other races. Do we want it to stay like that? Of course. We do? No, no, no. no, I was about to say, of course not. Oh, I was going to say, like, no, no, I was about to give you hell. Um, But that's what I'm saying. So, like, why should women accept... Having labels put on them artificially where as a man, nobody's looking at me that way. Like everybody's looking at me to say like, okay, 
What do women think of you? How attractive are you? You base that, I can base that based on how many women are willing to sleep with me without me having to spend money for it. Okay, but the problem is times have changed. Just just how you just said, oh, okay, well, I don't want to be looked at, at as a whole or blah, blah, blah. It was a, 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 a time in which men were praised for that. You know what I mean? Maybe not through women, but they were praised for, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's some guy shit. And here's what's, and here's what's real about that. And I'm, not, I'm sorry to cut you off. The people that are praising you are people that can't do that shit. Like, who fucking cares? Like, this is between you and I. I've known you forever. I'm never going to, like, again, I'm not putting your business out there and I wouldn't say that. But I've never come at you like, yo, you've done X, Y, and Z. Oh, my God, that's the best thing ever. I'm always like, yo, are you happy? Like, that's what I care about. I don't care about, you know, like, what your numbers are. I right, care right, about right. you as the person. So we having these artificial, con- like, conversations based on shit that doesn't matter. Like, people are trying to find things or reasons to, like, make people seem bigger than they are or make people seem like gods. And the truth is, they don't care about you. Because I don't want to see you, like, messing with mad different women. You know why? That means you're not fulfilled by one. So you're searching for something. Most people are, though, unfortunately. What you mean? Most people aren't, you know... I'm not going to say most people, but if you're single and you haven't been fulfilled by, you know, the person that you're dating or something, then you are probably dating more than one person. So whether the happiness are coming, you know, that's up to whoever you date, you know, but it just is what it is until you... you Find know. the one. Right. Okay, I can yeah. agree with that. I can agree with that. Um, so do we think that uh, Rob basically did some clown behavior by releasing all of these, like, text messages and... Uh, Photos. Well, my whole thing is this. By him releasing it, it just shows signs of weakness on his behalf. That means that he still feels some type of way. He still loves her. He still... That's bitterness. What are you doing it for? You got the the woman's number. Y'all have a child together. Y'all still have to coexist after this, after you did all this. Now it's going to make it even worse for you to see your child, blah, blah, blah. You made it worse on yourself by doing this. So, hell no. He shouldn't have did it. What's the what's the purpose? It, it, it seems like he did it for attention because that's all you're gonna get. I think he has more. I mean, because he's a Kardashian, I want to say he has more. You know, Instagram, more Facebook, more um, Twitter followers. I think he's a he's a bigger personality just because he's part of that family. Um, and not that that matters, but I guess the point that I'm making is that at, at some point you have to be responsible for your actions. Right. Um, one of the first things we said when we started rapping was that hurt people hurt people. Now, we've both been hurt by people, both had situations that didn't necessarily work out. We probably rapped about it together, you know, uh, cursed the girl off from here to like next week, but that's where it stopped. Like, I certainly know that I can think of a, a few situations where. Um, women had me crazy. One woman specifically drove me to go into counseling. Let me just keep it real. But that's because I didn't want to play myself. Um, when does pride kick in and say, you know what? What I'm doing just isn't cool. 
because I'm down for you going for what you believe in and what you love. This isn't signs of that. Instead, okay. you got my man just, you know, showing his, uh, his ex's box to the world. And what does that do? Like, she was a stripper. That's not, that's not really hurting her image. Not even. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I'm pretty sure if we searched real hard, if you Google something. Doesn't even make you, a difference. I yeah, mean, you hell. could probably see her naked if you really wanted to. I mean, before, like you said, she was a stripper. So you could have just went to the, wherever she was stripping at when she was stripping. I actually went to King of Diamonds when she was there. Oh, you did? Where? Yeah. Okay. Um, this was years ago, probably around 2012 or so. That's what I'm saying. So you saw her box on the internet, but who cares? Because you already saw her box when yeah, you went to go see But you know what? Here's the thing. And I'm not even trying to make myself sound like real self-righteous. But if you're not my girl, I ain't really checking for it like that. Like, it's more about the conversation that you have with other people than it is me lusting after you. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't care. Now, if you're my girl, like, yeah, I want to see that shit. Like, hey, baby, you can send me those all day. I'm good with that. But. You mean picture-wise? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Picture, video, whatever. But I feel like somebody else's somebody else's woman or a girl that's not mine, it doesn't do it for me because it's I'm not buying the fantasy. Like I don't want to think with my mind what can't happen. It's the same reason why I'm not really in the strippers. Like I'll go to a strip club. Oh yeah, 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 I feel but you. But it's, yeah. it's the fantasy yeah. of it. Like that, yeah, that never I'm not supposed to see no box that I'm not doing nothing with. Exactly. What's the point? Exactly. With just to look at it, hey man. Yes. So um. I'll wrap up the segment. Uh, you might want to add something, but like, in my opinion, I'm going to pray for Rob. I hope he finds some kind of peace because after the day, tomorrow's always going to come and you got to be responsible for your own actions. Well, the problem is he did this. They have a child. She has another child with Tiger. At some point, both of those kids can grow up, hit Google, and they'll see everything that he did to the mom. So that's the, that's the unfortunate thing. That it is. Um, let's talk about 444. Uh, have you heard the story behind this at all? I the album? Not. No. So the reason why apparently it was titled 444, I thought they were going off of... So you remember on Reasonable Doubt, it was a, a track called 22 Twos. I remember that. Then there was like another track that they did that never got released. It was something that they released and it hit the internet like everything else at the time. Um, it was like... 44 fours. So I'm thinking that they're going in that vein. But what it really was, um, was that he apparently woke up, had a dream about something, and the time when he looked on the clock said 444. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. yeah um, the prophetic thing. I've been reading about this all weekend. Uh, did you buy title? No. So here's the, the thing about title um, to anybody that was trying to get the whole album over this, uh, last weekend. If you signed up for title after Jay-Z's album dropped, you could not listen to Jay-Z's album. Wow, didn't know that. Uh, the exclusive part of the deal was to sprint and title people only. So if you happen to have been a title subscriber like title subscriber previous to the album dropping, you could hear it. If you happen to have Sprint, you could use your Sprint account to log in the title and hear it. If you wanted to now sign up for title because Jay-Z has an album, you could not do it. So, uh, with that being said, I tried to do it the legal way. The legal way wasn't having it. I bootlegged it. Sorry, Hove. 
Um, I'll buy it when it comes on iTunes. I sent it. I, I don't know who who sent it to who. I don't know how people got the links because I ain't trying to have Rhea come and knock on my door. But what'd you think of the album? I think the album was a good project. I think it was for a more mature audience. So it's not bubblegum rap. It's not mumble rap. No. I mean, he's never given us bubblegum rap or mumble rap. I mean, we you know, just is what it is. I mean, with him, he's straight to the point. You know, he's gonna bring some type of level of bars. I mean, mumble rap, never, not not with him. So, so the reason I asked that was that um, when it just comes to the actual physical act of rapping, Eminem can still you know rap laps around you know pretty much anybody from a technical standpoint doesn't mean i want to hear it you know what i'm saying i wasn't checking for m's last album is eminem not in your top five no wow no not at all no is tupac in your top five no okay well at least tupac's not in your top five no uh my top five um no particular order jay-z Nas, redman fab um, and there's a tie between Busta Rhymes, Six Man is Joe Budden. In your top five? That is my top five. My top five doesn't have to be who I think is the best rapper. I'm talking about people that specifically spoke to me. Redman is my favorite rapper of all time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, okay, I don't want to. Okay, what's the difference between your top five and your favorite, though? You see what I'm saying? So I think how would I rank favorite. rappers in terms of how I think that they fit? If we were talking about, you know, the Mount Rushmore of rap versus who are my favorites, if I'm thinking the Mount Rushmore of rap, I'm going, again, it's in no particular order, so I don't want to knock them, but it's Rakim because basically Rakim created the style that everybody essentially is rapping with. Nas, Nas was the great storyteller. He slowed his raps down. Hove because Hove has also the hits the longevity and all of that stuff that goes with it. I'm going to go Dr. Dre, even though I know he doesn't rap, but he literally created a sound and everything that came from N.W.A., Def Row, Eminem, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, and we can literally go down the list of things that he's had his hands in the influence. And if I'm thinking number five, it would be... I'll put Redman on my Mount Rushmore, and that's only because he's the metaphor king. People weren't using metaphors now, the way that, he does. Now, is that rapper or is that lyricist? That's just for rap. Like, oh. I'm not taking out... Because li- they're more lyrical people than a lot of people. That doesn't mean that they rap well. But I'm talking about... If we're talking about who are those top five people that would be on something and have plaques, that would be my top. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I... I it, mm, not, not no big? His body of work was too short. Two albums? Wasn't enough. Everybody that I talked about had way more work. Uh, Big L's on mine. He doesn't have that much work at all. He don't even have a real album. Doesn't matter. But that's why it's yours. Like I can't take that from you. So Eminem's definitely in it. Nas, Jay Z, Big, Tupac's not in it. So he, he he makes good songs, but he he had no quotables for me. Well, yeah, he wasn't a rapper. He was more of a poet. Um. Right. But that's neither here nor there. Right. Out. Yeah. So when we're talking four, 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 what do you think was the standout track for you? Um, I think the the title track probably was. 
Four four four. Yeah. Why? Like, what about that? I track think the content. You? Think the content. Was that the song where he talked talked about his mom being lesbian? And... Nah, that was track two. Which one is that? Wasn't that OJ? No, 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 no. What was it? I it might know. not have been like the tales. I think it was track three where he talked about Which one did he talk about Beyonce? Uh, that was, was, that was it Smile? I don't know. So I can tell you what my standout tracks were. Okay. And I guess it's hard for me to figure it out because it's still deep. Everybody's still digesting it. Um, I like Kill Jay-Z. So the album started off strong for me. Um, I loved Family Feud. I've probably played Family Feud. Okay, Family Feud is real dope. You know, a hundred times since it dropped last week. Uh, Beyonce's vocals were perfect. Um, I thought this was one of the first times that they've had a song together and her, her vocals didn't outshine his rapping ability. And lately within, let's say, maybe since Upgrade You, that's kind of been what we expect. Um... What was it? On the Run Part 2, Beyonce bodied him on that. All of the tracks that she's it had. It was dope, he... though. On the Run Part 2 was dope. I don't remember a single thing Hove said. All I remember is Beyonce's voice. Um, all of the stuff that he's done on her albums, I don't remember any of the quotables. It was always about what she did. So I was happy what to see... What about the Drunk song? What's that? If I do say so myself, yeah, that was the drink. If I do say so myself, yeah, yeah. like yeah. it was cool, but it, that was still Beyonce carried that song. Where it's been a long time where I felt like Jay carried the song that they were on, and not big, like she's a bigger star because she has more crossover appeal, right? Right, but right. I just thought that she yeah. was shining. So, Family Feud has been you know, that's my favorite track on the album. Um, Story of OJ was cool, uh. I'm definitely, I liked Legacy a lot, um, so I like how he wrapped it up. Um, I'm thinking central themes for me were definitely, he wanted to get some stuff off of his chest that he talked about personally. So, I would assume that he, if whatever situation that they had was or was not true, I don't know if that's for the media or if it's for consumption just to have people listen, but it definitely sounds like he's been through therapy. Like, just the things that he's saying and the way that he's working it out reminds me of how I felt when I was going through that. Right, okay, okay. So, it's one of those things where, for me, therapy is getting on the mic and talking about whatever I want to. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm plugging because Darren's going to have his album come out at some point. We've been waiting to hit us for a long time. He did have one really fire track that I wish I could have got the sample for, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, What was I saying? What was I saying? Oh, going back to just how I felt about him having, you know, uh, this therapeutic, I need to get some stuff off my chest. This is what I'm going to talk about. I thought that the other part was that he always wanted to make an album like he was common. He said this on a black album. I used to want to rhyme like common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, lyrically, I want to be Talib Kweli. Okay, but here's my thing. Did it take for him to actually do that? For everybody to kind of wake up, because I feel like they've been doing that forever. So why is it only more receptive when he does it? Is because is it because of he's just such a big star? I mean, Quali been rapping about you know. Here you go. Is this the first Jay Z album that never had a single? Like, what's the radio play single of this album? I can't. Ah. Uh, 
I don't know. One, it, it reminds me more. It's more structured, and I think he took the structure of a like a J. Cole. That's my point. This doesn't have a a single component. Jay always needed to search for hits. So if we're thinking back, um, when Jay started getting, Jay had always been set up to be like that dude. You're not rapping with Big in your first album unless you're that dude. So Reasonable Doubt comes out. He has, he has some pretty good success, but he doesn't have a smash hit. Volume 1 comes out. They try to shiny suits. They basically try to make him into something that he's not when they had you know baby face on the track. Um, that didn't work. If Hard Knock Life didn't come out and have that big smash hit that he needed, I don't know if we're talking about the same person right now. And the reason that that becomes important is because ever since then, he's been chasing these singles where every album, Jay's singles had like, his album had a couple singles that were bangers. Like we can go through every disc and a couple of them tracks were bangers, whether they were playing it in a club whether you're driving down the car, like, you know, down the street, lights out, just, you know, vibing. He's had that kind of track that had radio play. This is the first album that's never had a radio cut. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, I can't think of. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, like, and that's not to take anything away from him, but what that's saying is, like, now he's seeing that. Because if you think about it, for real, for real. Well, they said it already went platinum, so it really, I guess it really well, does not matter. Well, yeah, but it went platinum because of streams. Like, streams. Yeah, it streamed crazy on Tidal. Everybody was, like, everybody's heard this. But that's my point. Like, he doesn't need radio play anymore. So here's where I wanted to get into the black empowerment thing. Um, you know what? Scratch that. It's not even about black empowerment. What it really is about, Hove doesn't necessarily do anything unless it's like a business component to it at this point. Okay, I understand Sprint and, and, and how he does the streaming. But all I'm saying is some of the things that I've heard him say on this, I've heard other people say for decades, and they've been rapping just as long as he's been rapping. But does it take for him to say it before people identify with it? Like I said, When you're I arguably e the biggest rapper in the game, you carry a heavier voice. Right, but... So, th yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, okay. yeah, well, I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying. People have been talking this talk. Quality, Again, Quality's been talking this, this talk common. forever. You know, I 100% I agree with that. But people don't listen to Quality. Like, if Quality gets, you know, if he had 200,000 sold, he would have a great time. He's so independent now that you buy all of his music through TylerQuality.com. I didn't know that. Yeah, basically, so Ryan Leslie a couple of years ago, hit dude is mad smart. You know he graduated from Harvard at like 16? Ryan Leslie? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mad smart. Ryan Leslie's five, though. Yeah, he's so, five. Yeah, he did you know he even still made music? Uh, I haven't nah. heard something in a while. But that's the thing. So Ryan Leslie basically created this model where it was direct to consumers, where everything is like, okay, you can pay me directly. I send you albums directly. You can get to me and talk to me and reach me directly. Like, there's no intermediary. It doesn't have to be through Twitter. It doesn't have to be through any of these things. Quali got on that, and he basically started working with Ryan. And so that's how they distribute music. That's how they do their tour dates and everything. So the reason why you can still see Ryan having all of this money, he's still getting paid to do stuff. But he doesn't put out albums the traditional way no more. It's direct to consumer. So if he sells 20,000 albums at $10 a pop... Like, you know what I'm saying? He's cut out the middleman. 
it's totally direct. He's not using iTunes anymore where they're taking a percentage of percentage it. Percentage of it, okay. Yeah, like it's okay. all him. But it's really more so for the core fans, though, because, I mean... Right, but for him, that's enough time over. They're not trying to put out albums to really sell. They're just trying to get to these shows where these shows are paying them 40 and 50 k a pop. Right. Or okay. 20 30 whatever it is. That's what they want. So they don't have the reach that Hove would have. Again, Hove went platinum before the album got released. The fact that he could have Samsung make a deal that they'd make it after distribute Magna Carta says it all. So yeah, people are more likely to listen to him. And let's be real, this ain't the first time people have listened to Hove. Like, yo, I want to change clothes. Okay, I take mean, your jerseys okay. off, put on a button up, get a suit, get it tapered up. He's been Jay Z's been killing stuff all his career. His career is bodying whatever the trend is. Auto tune, get out of here with that. That's true. Okay. He's been bodying stuff. I mean, stuff I'm not his saying he's career. not a trendsetter, but I'm talking about as far as speaking some type of positive, you know. Right. It, you know. It's, no, I get it. And I, and I get it because it's because of the, you know, times are changing. Within recent years, you know, we saw his connection with, you know, when Obama was in office and, you know, stuff like that, you know. So I, I, I assumed that he would have a more mature outlook as he would use his his platform, you know, to for, for more positive, you know, things. But Yeah, I'm glad he's done that. I'm glad he, you got to make the 180. You right. can't have the cocaine flow when you're on... What album fifteen, you know, in year twenty of you rapping or releasing or what twenty? It's like twenty three years, something like that. Right, right, right. You right. can't. You. Th- that's the thing. You can't still rap about I'm the biggest drug dealer. Like I'm not the biggest boss. That's. I mean, Rick Ross has lyrics, but that's why I can't really rock with it. You ain't lived that life in forever, and it's arguable that you ever did. That's neither here nor there. Right. Um. Let's do a couple quick hitters before we get out of here. All right. Uh, Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job. I'm pissed off about that. Horribly. You think he gets one before the season starts? I'm not sure. I think it would have been happening. If he does not get signed by somebody, it's... Agree. I, I, I have nothing else to say. I, I, it's It's horrible. It's all good. Agree. If they say they're not blackballing, there's somebody's lying. Bill Cosby gets off of a rape charge. Sorry, sexual assault. I'm forward. I just think so many years have passed, you know, and nothing against. Uh, you treading. Yeah, you my man. You it treading. Does, it doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. Speak your truth. Like my bad. My truth is this: I just feel like so many when when you wait that many years to say that somebody did something to you, it looks more fraudulent. Whether he did it or not, and that's not to be insensitive to any you know woman, because I understand sexual assault and rape is very huge. I have my own, I have a daughter myself, so it's really big. You know what I mean? I understand the process, but when you wait that long. And then come out with everybody else. It seems like an attack, you know, and it it makes it look less likely like you have a case. That's all I'm saying. So what's the difference between Bill Cosby and Bill O'Reilly? His his accusers all came out at the same time. But in what time frame though? Uh, well, we like this is like twenty years later or something like. Yeah, but Bill O'Reilly's have been like within like the last ten. 
Are we more likely to believe it because we we want to believe the other guy because he's been that bastion of like, you know what? I am super dad. I am black person. My family was great. Right. I've always pushed this whole, you know, and I want I don't want to say identity politics thing, but he's always been very much pull your pants up, speak properly, do these things the right way and you'll, you know, the black community will prosper more. Right. Are we more likely to support him because of that or do we just think that he's not guilty? Yeah, this is when it gets deep yeah. when I when you you know when you really think about it. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna put you on the spot in the sense where, in my heart of hearts, I don't want this to be like the OJ situation where Black America is basically supporting you because you're black, but we all know that you know there's a lot of holes in the story. Um, you still think OJ did it? Yo, OJ definitely did it. I still think OJ didn't do it. Um, now Bill. Here's what I really think the deal was. Uh, I think that there was a certain drug culture that's, you know, um, very prevalent in Hollywood. People were popping quaaludes and all of that other stuff that does not make it right. But I certainly think that everybody knew that that's how things got down. So that's what they were doing. People did some things that they weren't necessarily proud of because they thought they were going to get someplace and they didn't. And they did not like that. Now, that's not all the situations. And I certainly think that he's done some really foul stuff to women. Right. You can't take that away from him. But I certainly don't think that even if it's on a power trip, like I have a hard time wrapping my head around somebody that powerful, that rich, that popular needing to sexually assault 40 women. But if, you know, all these but women I mean, are saying we can it, go back to Trump with that, with the grabbing by the pussy. Yeah. But it, even if like, you know, um, if all of these women are saying it, somebody's not lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe somebody's coming for the throne and they want to fuck up your legacy, but somebody's not lying. I don't know what that so number is. you just feel is. like out of 40 people, everybody's not lying. Yeah, some, yeah everybody's not lying. Uh, so I'll leave that one. Um, you may not have heard about this. Amelia Clark, a.k.a. Daenerys Targaryen, straight up Game of Thrones reference. She made the comment that she thought that sexism was just like racism in Hollywood. Thoughts? Elaborate on the whole. So she, because she's a woman, she feels that um, people discriminate against women as much as they do races or different races, you know, in terms of like, you know, how uh, lighter skinned people tend to discriminate against darker skinned people or they have systems in place. Is she basing that upon Hollywood or? She was using that in Hollywood, but just, you know, as a general example where she feels like women get the short end of the stick. Probably true. Thank you. So I actually, so it was a big thing about this. Black Twitter kind of went ham. Um, my own thought, I love women. I'm a black man. I love being me too. But at the end of the day, women get the short end of the stick. Just like we were talking about sexual assault and rape, that happens and people get away with it. Women, have, you know, women got the right to vote barely before black people got the right to vote. I mean, we, hell, it's still women in other countries fighting to, for their dude, rights too. Dude, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, you could look at something like Saudi Arabia where, like, as saying. a woman, you can't drive. That's you got to walk, you know, three steps behind me. Women are very much discriminated against. And I feel like this is one of those things where we don't always protect them. Or we always think that our plight that we see in front of us is bigger than everything else. The truth is, you know, racism exists. Sexism exists. Period. That doesn't have to mean that one is worse than the other. They're both bad. We need to eradicate both. That's my quick hit on that. Um, yeah, 
agree. I agree. I agree. Anything else you want to talk about today, man? No, nah, I think we wrapped it up, man. Uh, hopefully, uh, my man, Mr. Kardashian, gets it together, though. He's out there wilding, though. Yeah, I'm afraid for Duke. Uh, I don't pray for people that I don't know, but I just feel like I don't like the energy I get from that situation when you, you, you're doing all that. Yeah. Hey, I didn't know you thought OJ did it, though. Yeah, OJ did it. You ain't, you ain't see the documentary, the 30 for 30? That five part, OJ did it. Yeah, I saw it, but did you see the... Uh, Here's the thing. If the glove you, doesn't fit, you must have quit. He had another glove on as they tried to put the lever glove on. Like, there's so many holes in that story. We okay. just didn't want to believe because he was black. Yo, but did you see the the, the other little... Uh, it wasn't a documentary. It was like one of them like uh, investigative shows. You didn't see that? When they was talking about more so his son probably did it. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, you got to watch that. No. I ain't buying it. OJ did it. OJ ain't do it, bro. You got away with it. Hopefully get out of jail for stealing your own stuff. Um, you come up for parole soon. Yeah, I think next year, right? That, he comes up this fall. Oh, this fall. Okay. This fall. OJ ain't do it, man. You heard Darren. Um, this has been another episode of The Railroad. I believe this is episode 19. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.